Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 6, Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Contemplation and Meditation. So as we have discussed many times before, Bhagavad Gita is divided into three segments and the conclusion of chapter 6 completes the discussion of the first segment of Bhagavad Gita and these three segments are considered to be the elaboration on Mahavakya Tattvamasi, that thou art, you are that, from Chandogya Upanishad in Samaveda. So Bhagavan has laid out a complete path from going from this to that. This being the limited ego, conditioned by my body, mind and intellect, and that which is supreme unconditioned self the pure consciousness. The Vedas and Upanishads says that there is no difference between the conditioned self and unconditioned supreme self, but I cannot experience that right now and that's the journey I have to take from this limited being to that unlimited consciousness. So Bhagavan has laid out a complete path in the six chapters. So in chapter 1, we have seen the Visad Yoga. Right now I try to achieve that same perfection in my life by achieving things to, to make me secure and happy. But in the process, I'm realizing that life is mired with sorrows and disappointments. So in chapter 2, Bhagavan has given out the complete path in one verse, verse 48 of chapter to Sankhya Yoga, which becomes the central precept of Bhagavan's advice or Bhagavan's prescription of how to get from this to that. Yoga Kuru Karmani Sangam Tektva Dhananjaya O Dhananjaya, establish yourself in yoga and then perform actions in this world. Siddhi Asiddhi Samobhutva Samatvam Yoga Achyate Stay even-minded in success and failures. And that is considered yoga. So Bhagavan has been telling Arjuna to become a yogi. Yogastha Karmani. So that's the central precept. Become a yogi. Now I realize that some of my American friends have no problem calling themselves yogis because they have gone to yoga classes. So I have a friend on her profile, she says, Yogini. Because he is a yoga teacher. He has learnt yoga, teaches yoga. For us, it is not easy. We, we dare not call ourselves yogis. Because we know what it really means. That samattam yoga uchyade, if I can achieve the balance of mind in all situations, and I am completely indifferent to success and failure, then only I can consider myself a yogi. And therefore we come to the conclusion, I am not a yogi. 
I have not yet established myself in yoga. And that completely contradicts what Bhagavan said to Arjuna. Yoga sthara kuru karmani. First establish yourself in yoga, then perform your actions in this world. So here lies our conundrum. And then Bhagavan has also described a role model in chapter 2, which is called Sthita Pragna, one whose intellect is steady. Vihaya kaman sarvan pumams charati nispruhaha nirmamaha nirahankaraha sa santi madhigachati. Goal of my life is to achieve peace. Path is laid out in verse 71. Vihaya kaman sarvan pumams charati nispruhaha. That person who is devoid of longing and free from all desires. He moves around in this world freely. Nirmamaha nirahankaraha sahasantimadigachati The only person who achieves this peace which we are all seeking is one who is nirmamaha, one who no sense of possession that I possess this, this is mine. Nirahankaraha He does not have a sense of doership that I am the doer. So, Bhagavan has laid out a path and a role model. Who can achieve peace? If I can become nirmama and nirahankara, then only I will achieve peace. So, right now, all my efforts in achieving peace in my life are futile because neither I have achieved nirmama state nor I have achieved nirahankara state. This is how we look at ourselves, seekers of peace and happiness. And then finally, Bhagavan described, Esa Brahmisthiti, na enam prapya vimuhyati. This is considered the state of being Brahman. When you achieve the state of being nirmama and nirahankaraha, vihaya kaman sarvan, asesata, when you give up all desires, when there is no desire left in your mind to do anything, achieve anything, then Pumams Charati Nispruhaha, that person moves around in this world without any limitations, freely. Esa Brahma, that state is considered Brahmasthiti, a state of being Brahman, which is the goal. The journey is from this to that. Na enam prapya vimuhyadi, one who achieves that state, he never gets deleted again. Even this state is achieved at the end of one's life. That person achieves that ultimate state of Brahmasthiti. He becomes one with Brahma. This is what Bhagavan laid out in chapter 2. Then elaborated from chapter 3 onwards how to achieve that. Starting with Karma Falatyaga. And establishing in that goal, perform actions. And then we have seen in this chapter the whole method of focusing your mind on that one thought. One thought is, I am not this limited being. Myself is no different than the Supreme Self. My identification with this equipment, body, mind and intellect is so strong right now, I consider myself to be this. It is like if I consider myself to be my car, it would be a problem. 
why this is not a problem because my identification is so strong that i don't even recognize that my i am identifying with my equipment and not myself so but once i to detach yourself from this attachment you have to focus on that thought you have to concentrate on that thought that i'm not this limited being that thought should become a background theme in everything that you do and for that you have to focus your mind on that thought and arjuna said i don't think that is going to happen because i know the nature of mind i have lived with this mind throughout my life and it is very fickle it jumps around chanchalam hi manah krishna this mind is very fickle it does not concentrate at one place for a long period of time so i don't see this happening and bhagwan has very effectively answered that question saying do not consider yourself to be incapable of achieving anything just like we tell our children you can achieve anything you want if you put your mind to it if you focus on one and one goal alone work while you work and play while you play that is the way to be happy and gay focus on what you are doing and then you shall achieve by abhyasena to gunteya vairagyena chakruyate this can be achieved if you put your mind to it by practice by practice one can achieve anything by constant practice one can achieve things which seem unachievable so bhagwan said you can achieve that by detachment this passion by not attaching your mind to other things you can attach to the goal which you are trying to achieve and arjuna is now convinced that that can be done however it seems that practice may take a long time you have to practice for a long time to achieve that siddhi i wanted to become a singer so i finally said i need to have a teacher who can teach me music i went to him and then i asked him he said neil you should do riyaz every day you have voice but that doesn't do any good to you unless you are practicing every day so i asked subhasis how long should i practice and he said i practice 6 to 8 hours a day you figure out how long you have to practice and i came to conclusion right there music is not for me i'm not going to be a singer because from 8 to 6 during weekdays i have to focus on architecture i cannot do both i can be a singer and architect at the same time i can put 8 hours in architecture and 8 hours in singing it is not going to happen i don't have enough time i came to the conclusion it is not for me so arjuna is now thinking maybe i don't have enough time most of us feel exactly that we focus on our careers we focus on families we focus on social duties and then say when i have retired from all of this then i focus on spirituality and by that time we think there is not much time left or even if i have started way too early then i think that i had been practicing all this time i haven't really made much progress so i don't know where i'm going to go by the time i die that's the question now arjuna is asking on behalf of all of us अर्जुन उवाच अयति ही श्रद्धया उपेतः योगाच्चलितमानसः अप्राप्य योगसंसिद्धिं काम गतिं कृष्ण गच्छति आय हैव कंप्लीट फेथ इन व्हाट यू टॉट मी सो फार आई हैव नो डाउट यू हैव डिस्पेल ऑल माय डाउट दैट दिस इज द पाथ एंड आई शुड बी फॉलोइंग इट बट आई एम नॉट श्योर दैट आई कैन अचीव व्हाट यू आर आस्किंग मी टू अचीव टू बिकम अ योगी to establish myself in yoga what happens to that person which is not 
any different than any profession that you can have all that education in that profession but if you don't have a license to practice that profession it happens in our profession it happens in law in medicine once you have an education in the university I have a bachelor's degree in architecture but that doesn't allows me to practice architecture so in most states the word architect is protected that can be only used by the people who are licensed to practice architecture you may have architectural degree but you are not an architect till you have that license there are many people i know in my profession who have architectural degree but they have never achieved their license is so what happens to those people well i know in my profession same thing law many people have law degree but they can practice law because they have not passed the bar exam so what happens to those lawyers Arjun has the same question. I may be learning this art of yoga and meditation, but if I don't achieve that final state to graduate from that the study, what happens? Ayatehi sadhya upedha. Even though one is endowed with faith, and we have seen that Bhagwan Shankaracharya has defined sadhya as Guru Vedanta Vakya Adi Su Viswas. I have trust in my teacher. I have trust in the declarations in Vedas and Upanishads, particularly in Vedanta, which says you are not this limited being. You are immortal, Satchidananda, all-knowing, ever-existing, ever-blissful, the supreme self. Person has pleaded with yoga, chalita manasaha, but his mind has now shifted from yoga into something else. I was. I was all excited about spirituality, but then something else come along, and I get distracted by that achievement for that goal in this world. Aprapi yoga sansidham. He does not achieve that goal of becoming yogastha, establishing yoga. Kam gatim Krishna gachchade. Krishna, you tell me what happens to those people, because we know many. Arjuna says. We know ourselves that we are in this state. We have complete faith. Therefore, we are pursuing it. But also, constantly we come to the same comment. This is for the sannyasis. We cannot achieve this. Good to discuss, but I don't think I'm going to ever get there. So, what happens to those people? Is it all in vain? All the efforts which the person has put. Kachino ubaya vibrastha chinnam abhram eva nashyati. A prathishtha mahabaho vimudo brahmana pathi. Does he not fall from both? He did not put enough energy in his daily duties or profession or social obligation because he was focusing part of his energy in spirituality. And also, he didn't do enough justice to spirituality because he was engaged in his daily duties as professional. Will he not be completely destroyed that he doesn't achieve success in either? My mama had a little shop, basically a businessman, but he's also a very spiritual person. So he will have his puja in the morning till noon time. I have an American-trained architect who works here from eight to six. The mama doesn't go to his shop till twelve o'clock. If he really wants to be a successful businessman, he should be there first thing in the morning and be there all day. 
But that's not my mama thought. Isn't this a recipe for a failure in all? We all have this dilemma. Is this spirituality really for me? Should I not be focusing on achieving success in my day-to-day profession, in my family life, in my social life, getting a status in the society? Aprathishtaha mahabhava chinna abhram ivanasyati Like a scattered cloud. If the cloud is a big mass, critical mass, then it will come down in the rains to the earth, which is probably the final goal for that cloud. But it is scattered, it is not supported by that critical mass and therefore it is tossed around in the wind here and there without being productive. So Swamiji says this is probably one of the most classical analogy Bhagavan Ved Vyasa used is the greatest example. That our mind gets scattered in this world just like the scattered cloud and therefore we can't really achieve any success or any perfection in any of our activities. And Arjuna says, isn't that the case? If I don't put enough efforts in one or the other, either spirituality or secular life. Swami Chinmayanda said, there are no two lives. There is only one life you are living. Do not consider it is divided into secular and sacred. So Arjuna is apratishtha, without any support. Mahabaho. In verse 35, Krishna addressed Arjuna as Mahabaho. This was Arjuna addresses Krishna as Mahabaho. There, Krishna was encouraging Arjuna that you are mighty warrior and you can achieve whatever you put your mind to. Therefore, this is not very difficult for you as long as you practice abhyasa nirdukaunte vairagyana. You are capable of doing so. Here Arjuna says, Oh Mahabha, you are the mighty uprooter of all negative thinking and negative tendencies. Vimudaha brahmanaha patihi who has deviated from the path of Brahman. The path which you have described so diligently and so clearly, if I am deviated from that, will I not be destroyed? But that obviously is a common doubt among all seekers. Etan may sansayam Krishna. This is my doubt. This is a universal doubt. Am I really up to the task? Is it really worth for me to put this time and energy into it? Chetum arhasi asesataha. This doubt of mine, you destroyed completely. Don't leave anything behind because otherwise you will think, what about this? Tvat anyaha sansayasya asya chetta nahi upapadyade. Now I am asking you because there is none who can dispel this doubt as good as you can. By this time we have seen that Arjuna has realized that Krishna is not an average person. He is something more than what we see in him. That is Ishwara. He is almighty. He is all-knowing. And therefore he is capable of dispelling this doubt. So Mahabhava, please destroy this doubt in my mind completely so that I can pursue this path which you have laid out for me. Also right here, if you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount 
by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo